Yo, 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 what's good, everybody? And I'll tune into your podcast with your girl, Nee Baby. That's moving on by Maya. And I'm glad I caught that right on time because my laptop just cut off. <laughs> so we are on day five or day six. I don't really know how many days we are on the rabbit hole. <clears throat> but before we get started on our rabbit hole book, everybody that's tuning in right now, all 18 of you, do me a favor. Hit that arrow button on your streams. Everybody that's live streaming with me on my TikTok account live stream. Make sure you hit those arrow buttons in the corner of your phone and make sure you share me all over to you all over the social media platforms like Facebook, so uh, Instagram, Snapchat, your text messages, anywhere that people can sit and watch and listen and learn with us today. Um, I want to simply uh, talk about first before we get started is uh, the young, the two babies, it was a twin baby, set of twin babies. Single mothers, you know, this is why I say we need to be a village because uh, there's no way that single mother is out here doing Uber Eats and, and doing DoorDash with her children, two young twin infants, not even of the age of what, about four or five months old of uh, each, uh, you know, togetherness um, because they are a set of twins. When a homeless lady left out of the pizza shop when she was going to do her DoorDash or Uber Eats pickup, and the homeless lady then got into her car and drove off and stole her car, one of the babies were found in the airport parking lot, um, and the other baby is still out. Uh, somewhere and they are still searching for this young child and, and and I and and I can't express or stretch it stress it enough when I talk about protecting the children and when I talk about being a having a safe space and being a village to our friends and our family because if she had siblings or if she had true real friends if there was anything she had to go do you know what I'm saying she could have had somebody else ride with her and sit in the car with the kids you know what I'm saying and it's, and it's our babies it's our babies it's our young star seeds it's our generation of children that are going to look after us and going to lead and run this world that we are not protecting and no matter what you know what I'm saying we should be looking out for these things because it can happen to anybody at any given time it's simple as ubering or, or door dashing and you're leaving your car on and you're going to pick up an order and you're getting back in your car and you have your children in there because simply as going to pick up a food order and dropping it off with your children should be easy it should be easy i always talk about locking your doors whether you make sure you bring your spare key with you all the time and lock your doors if you're leaving the children in there or if you're if you're not leaving your children in there when you get in your car the first thing you do is lock your doors it's not safe and it's our people that are around here not paying attention making rational decisions and doing rational things when there's babies involved and there's children involved and it's cold out side and you leave these infant one of the infant twins was left where's the other one why would you leave one and not the other one you should have left both of them at the airport if you was gonna leave one of them at the airport you know what i'm saying and then it also we could also chime in on the young eight-year-old girl who was playing in her driveway and then was kidnapped by the uh, postal ups worker and then she was found dead we have to protect our children a lot of kids look at us crazy when we tell them we don't need them to go outside and we ain't going outside with them and we ain't sitting out on the porch with them a lot of y'all shoot y'all children off because you don't want to actually spend that time with them or you're doing something or you're working from home you have to set schedules with your kids so that way you are accounted for and their children your children are accounted for at all times you know what i'm saying so when it comes to our babies we still need to have full on oh, my ears itch you guys we still need to have full 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 protection over our children we need to know where they are we need to know what they're doing we need to have our eyes all on it our shape we need to go in off on the deep end when it comes to protecting our babies you know and, and and it's every day everyday life we're watching this right before our eyes you know we're watching single mothers and parents go through these things or even if this you know their their child losing their life or their child being kidnapped or their child being taken and molested and then killed it's so much 
much of this that's continuously going on because we're not honoring you know that we should be a village we should look out for our neighbor we should help our friends we should help our family we need to learn to be forgiven you know it's nothing going on that bad until something happens and that's when we come forth and we want to say i'm sorry for your loss or we want to say i'm sorry that your child is kidnapped how can i help when you could have been there from the get-go when you could have been the small village in the safe space for the get-go when it comes to sometimes everybody ain't got it together sometimes people have to go through things in order to learn lessons but these are not the type of lessons that we are out here trying to learn we're not out here trying to learn these things. We're out here trying to live and be happy and loving and caring and raise our children in safe in safe spaces. It's sad for our children now today. It was even worse when we were growing up. Now it's even worse. You know? And um, I wanted to say that before we dug deep into our uh, next uh, part, portion of our rabbit hole. Because if you guys have been um, up to par with the podcast every day um, since, what, Monday, I believe. We had, or last week, I believe, well, we had started it, but then we had started going down the rabbit hole of events of the book that I'm reading, and a lot of people are, is intrigued by this book on my TikTok account. I made a post about it, and of course, it is now going viral because everybody wants their thoughts and opinions. Everybody wants to know the name of this book, and I, uh, I've been saying it every day. It's all in the comments. You know, I replied to a video two times with the name of this book. I guess people just don't like to scroll down and read the comments, or you know, don't want to be that nosy. You know, they just want me to be like, hey. To every comment, the name of the book, da, 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 that's too much to do when it's a, a thousand one people commenting on one, one video. So the book that I'm reading is Maximilian D. Lafayette, the author, and then it's called The Anunnaki, The UFOs, The Extraterrestrials, and Afterlife's Greatest Information, Volume 3. Is it, There is a Volume 1, there is a Volume 2, and this is the Volume 3. You can find these books on Amazon, or you can find these books on Kindle. If you have Kindle, it is free on Kindle for anybody who has the Kindle app on their um, tablets, um, iPads, or iPhones, or you know, or, or whatever kind of phone you have, whatever type of thing you have. If you have Kindle, you can look this book up, and his author and somebody was like oh you're reading from the white man listen maximilian d lafayette gets his teaching and learning with a lot of black ulema a lot of mixed race ulema a lot of uh, female black and female mixed race ulema as well as himself as being a caucasian ulema does not discriminate and that's the first thing that we love to do because we're built on this world on race we feel like the white man want to take everything the white man want to da 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 with a white man white man white man white man but like i said everybody is not the same you know we can't look at all white people as oh they all racist they all da, da, da. they all try to take from us they honor it's, it's certain caucasians that i encounter that ask questions that actually want to learn that actually have been told lies so therefore they look for black people to tell them the truth it's a lot of white people that are on our side and that are seeking the truth so when i say maximilian d lafayette is one of those because he is he is not against women he, he loves women you know what i'm saying and a lot of things he teaches he teaches about women and a lot of men um now and to this day um, even men who are spiritual, they try to dumb down a lot of the goddesses and what we are here to do. It's a lot of us women that are here to be light workers, that are here to minister, that are here to preach, that are here to teach, that are here to give the truth, that are here to break down research and studies with women and different men and different people of different ethnic backgrounds and genres, whatever, you know, it is. But, you know, you know, a lot of men get so offended when women start to learn or when women, they, oh, you false, oh, you giving, you giving false information that's not real. Y'all look at white men, y'all go off the white, you know, y'all be saying that and some of y'all men still go off the King James Version. Some of y'all men still reading from the Bible, a, a, a book that we know has been writ, writ, rewritten and rewritten and rewritten. You have to study these things and read these things backwards, just like the Quran. 
just like all these different things you have to get what you get out of it and take what you're going to get from it and move forward and you have to learn to research they know black people do not read they know black people don't like to read they want people to tell it to them they want that's what preachers are for preachers a preacher is going to read the bible and then the preacher is going to tell you what is in that bible and you're not going to pick that bible up and you're not going to read it for yourself to see it for yourself all you're going to do is say oh i believe what he's saying i'm getting my tenth of my time you know what i'm saying so it is at the end of time where we have to understand that we have to you know come together and the change that that we need to do is unity we have to understand what unity is and how we need to come together as a human race you know what i'm saying and so we will never be able to get there unless we understand what change is today we're on chapter 55 and this is this one is a little bit it's a little bit you know a little on the spooky side you know what i'm saying i definitely love you too miss patrice definitely shout out to you i'm shouting you out on my podcast as well but today we're on chapter 55 it is called the unthinkable horrors of the grays and we're going to say allegedly um we know that the grays are what we are known as the aliens or whatever and so the excerpt from the book the anunnaki the ultimatum chapter six of the books is the unthinkable horrors so it's a lot of other books that you can get this book is called the anunnaki ultimatum it is it it is another book that you can get, Ashe, um, um, that is uh, co-authored by Maximilian D. Lafayette and Alilil Arbel. Alilil Arbel is a melanated man who helped Maximilian D. Lafayette write that book. It says an Anunnaki hybrid named Victoria, in her own words, said this. How was I taught the truth about the alien abductions, saw monstrous experiments, viewed a non-physical demonic dimension, and visited the horrific laboratory of the grays she said how is it she said we were going to our wedding a trip in paris in a few days marduk had some business that he needed with the council regarding a new assignment which he had planned to work for after our return so i had a few days to settle down and prepare for our trip but there was nothing to prepare really since everything was ready and packed and arranged in the spaceship in a few minutes Therefore, I decided to take Sinhar and Ashkanishmar to her and at her word and make a little visit to the academy. Keep up with me now. Make sure y'all sharing the live. Double tap that screen. Y'all drop some woolly hats on me. It says, I asked her if it was convenient while she was having dinner with us one evening and she was delighted to oblige. The next morning I went to the academy. It was a huge sprawling complex of buildings, all of them connected in the traditional Anunnaki ar architecture. And when I saw it first, during my previous visit, I remember thinking how amusing it was even to be on another planet. Places of the higher education had some look as our own universities. She is in another planet and she's going to visit another planet to get married and she's telling them what it looks like on these different dimensions. She says, the, grays, the gray stones, the ivy-like climbers, the wind and walks among ancient trees you simply could not mistake it for anything else she said but a place of learning sina anana shmashmar took me to her office and which was very pleasant library with a thousands of councils of books and cluttered with the cones of ancient manuscripts so she had she had cones and cones of ancient manuscripts it said the light figure through the the light figure flittered flittered through the climbers by the windows tinted in the earth and with the air with green and some armchairs made and you wish that it could settle for good reading session because it was just that comfortable you can sit there for hours sinhar was pleased with the admiration of her place yes i love working here she said 
I cannot imagine myself working anywhere else. I have been here for ages, ever since I've decided to stay here on my mission, which in, in most cases, and in my case, was teaching future generations about the history of the Anunnaki and its relationship to the universe. It says, and the more I teach and the more I learn and the more I realize how infinite is this field, which brings me to the question I really wanted to ask you, but did not think yesterday that it was the topic for our dinner discussion. Did you devote some thoughts to your own future mission? So in this, in this part right here, we're speaking of a mother going to her daughter and, and she's going to her daughter's office and she is very much so witnessing everything that is around her. It's different galaxies, it's different dimensions, it's different places um, that you can go to and travel to that is like here on earth. It's like the saying that we always describe and we always break down. Heaven is as above, so below. How many times have you heard as above and so below? That's exactly how it is. She said, not really. I said a little embarrassed and Miriam said I should not rush into it. She suggested I concrete on the four parts of the ceremony and then the trip, then settle down for a while and then only start thinking about it. Oh, of course. There is no rush whatsoever, said Sinhar. I was thinking about it merely because if you have something in mind, I would start your studies by introducing you to it rather than go ram randomly at various objects. She said, well, I was considering. I know one thing. I am a beginner, a stranger, and rather young. I don't think I do very well with species. I'm not familiar with it, and I don't think I can feel comfortable at this stage with shape changing. In addition, I have a very strong interest in the fate of a hybrid children on Earth. She said, considering that is what I was asked to do when I had started my relationship with an Anunnaki. She says, do you think then that, that you may be willing to work with the hybrid issue? Some of it is very nice, like your situation, because the Anunnaki treat people with contact with the utmost respect. But other species are not exactly like that. Some of it is very gruesome. She said, I think I can, I can only make such a decision if I am to know what really happens with the hybrids. Even if it is gruesome, I am aware that not, that not everything I will encounter in my life here is wine and roses, even though it is sometimes does seem like paradise. She says, you display an excellent attitude, said Sinhar. I am sure that if I show and tell you a few things, you will have a better base on which form an idea and eventually you will make a decision. She said, the first thing we must talk about is the situation of the greys. The small extraterrestrials with the big bug eyes, is that right? She said, yes, Sinhar said. They do not contact people, we do. On your planet, they abduct them. You are, you are probably familiar with many stories that come from people that have been abducted, but of much of what these people say is inaccurate. And based upon you, a bit and then, if you feel up to it, we will take a shorter trip on my spaceship and visit one of their labs. If you have ever read the book, The, fi the Anunnaki, The Final Return and uh, Warning, Final Warning to Earth in 2022, this passage is in there. It's, it's bringing a lot of memories back to me. So what it is, is basically saying this earthly woman had fell in love with the Anunnaki and had never, ever, ever, ever witnessed any extraterrestrial things in her life. She's only heard about it. She's only went through it. So then she was getting ready to get married to this Anunnaki God, and she had to go to a different planet. And there on that planet, she then saw 
thought that everything was just like on the planet that she is from which was earth it was an earthly planet that she is from which was earth and she was at this realm and she was able to ascend and go to these places because of the likeness in her, of her fiance which is going to be her husband and now she's talking to basically his daughter which is going to become her daughter because his daughter is sinhar she is an anunnaki goddess and she is um an official and she can do a lot of things she said would they let you in aren't they dangerous she said dangerous very but not to an anunnaki we are much stronger and they are afraid of us if i come to their place and demand to see the lab i will see the lab she said in addition i want to show you a few things on a monitor some will be extremely unpleasant but it cannot be avoided if you want to learn something and that's the problem you can tell that this is a black this is a black being this is a this is a melanated woman being who is telling her listen if they are we are the true gods and goddesses we are the true beings nobody is before us everybody is after us so therefore we we can go see anything we can go do anything if you are in our care and if you are in with me they're gonna let us in while we wrap this up this last passage says what do they want from us on earth the grays there are a few things that they want first they want eggs from human women and use them to create hybrids let's take a look uh, at this monitor and i'll show you how they do it but victoria steal yourself this is pretty horrible even though i have seen even worse you will also be able to hear it is like a television she's going to be watching something on a television screen the anunnaki monitor is what she's finna describe the monitor blinked and buzzed and small white dots appeared on the screen it enlarged itself it moved back and forth and it settled into a window like view of a huge room but the view was very still rather fuzzy i heard horrendous screams and froze my seat these were sounds i have never heard before after a few minutes the view cleared and i saw what seemed to be a hospital room but it was elliptical not square only some part only only a part of it was revealed as it enlogated and the far edge was not visible, the walls on the side were moving back and forth like some kind of balloon and, the, and, the, and that was being inflated and deflated and periodically with a motion made me dizzy. And this seemed a little sticky and even a little gooey. So basically, this Anunnaki goddess is showing her what happens when um, the extraterrestrial known as the greys, when they abduct women. We have a lot of cases where women have been missing for centuries, never been found. Women have gone missing in the Grand Canyon, never been found. Women have gone missing on hiking, hiking trails, walking their dog, running their dogs, never been found. Some of them who have come back to this to this uh, uh earthly realm because either the test didn't work and they were sent back or something because they they never really just keep you if you if you work you stay if you don't work you go back and then uh, think of the amount of women that are in the mental institution because people think that they're crazy when they say they have been abducted because we know that the government allegedly can't do a lot of thing in military air force and navy officials 
if it's not for the extraterrestrials who's giving them them guidance into lethal weapons, how these weapons been made, how they're curated, how they how they put them together, how they do all these things. And a lot of people are distracted from the fact that we're just stuck on conspiracy theories other than reading, researching, and breaking down the knowledge itself that is put before our, our eyes when it comes to the news channels and things like that. If you ever do your research on President Eisenhower, um, the, the Ulema talk about the President Eisenhower case all the time. President Eisenhower went missing and went um, underground basically to have a secret meeting with the extraterrestrials, allegedly, the Greys, allegedly. Um, and he said that he had an extravagant tooth ache and dentist um, appointment that nobody had to know about and he was gone for almost a week of time and not even his wife knew about it and if you watch American Horror Story and you have seen season 10 the last three episodes in American Horror Story in that book that was uh, created and um, published about 10-12 years before American Horror Story even came out um, talked about that specific scene. And on that specific scene in those three episodes in American Horror Story, episode 10, the last three episodes, it talks about President Eisenhower and his meeting with the Greys. And you also have to remember the official Anunnaki case between the United States government knowing what they're doing, they have to put it in our faces. They have to tell us without telling. They can tell us in our own way. It's up to us to believe it or not. Okay, and this last passage says the room was filled with operation tables of which I could see perhaps 40 or 50. One would stretch human beings, each attached to the table and unable to move, but obviously not sedated since they were screaming and moaning. Everyone was attached to tubes into which blood was pouring in huge quantities. I noticed that some of the blood was turned into filthy green color like rotten vegetation. At the same time, I could understand what that what that was but later that day i found out this blood was converted to a suitable type of some sort for the aliens that paid the grays to collect it and it was not useful in the raw condition the creatures who operated these experiments were small and gray and they had a big bug eyes and pointy faces without any expression i thought they looked more like insects than like any other humanoid species they wore no clothes and their skin was shiny and moist like the amphibian on earth it is visible exuded beads of moisture which they did not bother to wipe away ashe so that just gave you i will pick up back on this tomorrow on part five's breakdown but that just gives you a simple introduction to what is going on and to understand understand and overstand everything ain't a conspiracy theory it is what you believe and what you refuse to believe it is believing in the unknown. It is believing into things that is happening around you. Just as much as y'all love to break down celebrities um, and their deaths and their deaths being affi affiliated, I'm sorry, excuse me, and their deaths being affiliated with the record label and people who they work with and people who they're assigned to, you have to believe in the things that are being said and the things that are going on behind closed doors. It's a lot of people that are affiliated with the Grays and a lot of people who work um, with the Grays, as we are called it, the Illuminati and things of that nature. So everything's in alignment with each other. I thank y'all for tuning in on today's podcast, On the Rabbit Hole, part five, season Season three, episode two of your podcast. I'm your girl, Nee Baby. Thank y'all for checking in, and we are out.